We've made it. We've made it. It's nice, isn't it? Oh, yes. It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. There are three things that I think you need to know. Uh, and they could be changing because everything changes throughout the day, it seems. Such a fast news cycle. Uh, number one. Number one. Uh, the Trumpsters having a, uh, and we'll get we'll get sound bites to you. I know it's gonna. There's gonna be some good things to it. Um, the Trumpster right now is in the UK and he's having a um, a press conference with Prime Minister Theresa May. And apparently, the media wants to focus on the um, the Moab that Trump. I don't think he's that bad though. The media wants it to be like uh, the Moab on Theresa May. I mean, it is big. He based an interview with The Sun, and he said, look, if uh, Theresa May um, does the kind of Brexit plan that she's talking about right now, I don't think we'll be able to do, uh, it'll, it'll probably kill the trade deal that we have that, that we can have with the UK. Yeah, um, he is not happy with her Brexit plan. And we'll have sound bites of that coming up as well. And by the way, that's okay. Isn't it okay to say something like that? We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, the second thing that I think you need to know, oh boy, did you not see that ridiculous hearing yesterday that will result in absolutely nothing. Peter Stroke, the fallout is basically the Democrats did everything they could to protect Peter Stroke and not ask any questions. The Republican asked questions Uh, a couple of times it got out of hand, but at the end of the day, um, it just it just shows the great divide in this country. The great divide. And today, the update is that Lisa Page will talk to members of Congress behind closed doors. Third, that I think you need to know is that the, the president is sending a, a bunch of officials, a bunch of top people, to Mexico to meet the president-elect today to try to build a relationship. Because that's what it's all about. It's salesmanship, relationships. That is what it is. Three things that I think you need to know. So, uh, President Trump, look, he's America first. We have been clamoring, clamoring for what? A president to look out for Americans, right? He's doing that. Uh, We've been clamoring for a politician to be honest. And after yesterday, by the way, um, after yesterday, this. This search for an honest politician continues, right? Look at Martha McSally. Before we get to Trump again, Martha McSally. What what did uh, what did Martha McSally do? She literally kicked a reporter out of a meeting with the Chamber of Commerce because she didn't want to hear. Uh, she wanted the reporter to hear what she had to say. That's not honesty, right there. Now is it? So uh, you have that. Okay. Uh, on top of that. Um, on top of that. You have her possible successor, her hand-picked successor by the establishment, Leah Marquette Peterson, who, by the way, I got no contact from Leah or any of her peeps uh, about uh, what Brandon Martin said on the show yesterday, uh, again, which was basically uh, she told me to drop out of the race right away, said she's all about raising money, she's not going to debate. I mean, just insane, the arrogance. 
So there's no way they can hide it. It's obvious. I don't think, uh, listen, I never doubted Brandon for, I didn't think he was lying, but there's nothing they can say and she has no defense so that she wants to ignore it. She's told it. It's right out of the McSally book. We want honest people. Trump didn't interview. You know, let's play a soundbite because it's better if you hear it from him. Okay. Uh, let's do 46. Um, the current, uh, the current way that apparently, remember the Brexit vote was like two years ago. The people of England said, we want out overwhelmingly we want out of the european union we want our sovereignty back why should we be uh, stuck in some kind of a trade deal with these other countries that don't know what the hell they're doing like wouldn't you again uh just look at it at your block right i know you have hoas but look at your block you make decisions about your house what you can do what you want to do for landscaping why should you have to do everything that your neighbors do why you know what i'm saying you buy a certain car why should you buy what your neighbors buy you want your own sovereignty so anyway, Trump uh, told the son out in the UK uh, uh, this, and, and listen to this. Here we go. Well, if they do a deal like that, it will most likely, because we'll be dealing with the uh, European Union instead of dealing with UK. So it will probably kill the deal. with. If they do that, their trade deal with the U.S. Is, will probably not be made. Mm. What did you mean by Because that? we have enough difficulty with, uh, with the European Union. You know, we are... Um, we're cracking down right now on the European Union because uh, uh, they have not treated the United States fairly on trade. Mm-hmm. No, if they do that, uh, I would say that that would probably end a major trade relationship with the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sun reports that uh, the Brexit plan, and we killed the uh, trade deal with the United States, the Brexit plan from Theresa May came out yesterday, and it says here it would stick to a common rule book with Brussels on goods and agricultural produce in a bid to keep customs borders open with the European Union. So he says, look, that, you know, we're cracking down on the EU. They're basically, they're screwing us over in trade. We'd rather negotiate one-on-one. That's why, and I agree that, you know, it's a 20-country trade deal. Don't you get a better deal if you do one-on-one, you talk to one person, you do a deal, and you... You get the best deal you can with each individual country. Why do a 20-country thing? You never get your best deal, and Trump knows that. And they have double presidents. They like these big numbers. Well, 12, 12 country this, 6 country that, 20. Enough is enough. Right? Enough is enough. So uh, this is, re- I mean, it really is a damning thing to Theresa May. Right? You know what? And what are people going to say? You can't say that. They're a friend of ours. How much of a friend are they if we get a bad trade deal out of it? Like if it sucks for us, how much would you want to be friends with someone that kept screwing you over and getting better deals? Like you go out with your friend and you order a burger and your friend orders a filet and you split the check. That ain't fair. It's not fair. And you'd say something. What do you make a bad person? So Trump, listen, he wasn't nasty in that. He wasn't making fun of Theresa May. Let's play a little bit more real quick. 47, 47. Um, on, uh, you know, basically what he told Teresa. Here we go. I would have done it much differently. Uh, I actually told Teresa May how to do it, but mm-hmm. she didn't agree with She didn't listen to me. What did she say? She didn't listen. No, I told her how to do it. I, uh, that will be up to her to say. But I told her how to do it. She, just, she wanted to go a different route. Mm-hmm. So you would be prepared to walk away if they didn't give you the right terms? Oh, I, absolutely. I think what's going on is very unfortunate. Yeah. Too long. You know, deals that take too long are never good ones. Mm. What did you mean by the UK when being a deal so takes long? so long, mm-hmm. it's uh, somehow 
They never work out. Yeah, he sounds well. real nasty. I doesn't did he? give uh, Teresa, who I like, mm. uh, I did give her my views on what she should do and how she should negotiate. Mm -hmm. And she didn't follow those views. I would, I would actually say she probably went the opposite way. Mm. If you really look, she probably went the opposite way. And that's fine. You know, she should negotiate the best way she knows how. Yep. But it's, uh, it's too bad. Yeah, I mean, it really is. He, and he doesn't. He, is he getting nasty? Is he saying terrible things? Now, what he said again has a lot of implications. So it's better if he lies to the public and says everything's great and behind closed doors he tells her. He already told her. And the reporter asked, and he's an honest guy. He's a I know, we're not used to this. That's not how you do things. We want people to actually lie. That's what we want. We want people to just tell us that everything's great and lie. I mean, it's really crazy, isn't it? So the guys, listen... But they do something that's probably going to kill the trade deal. Just let just letting you know. Now, he said it strategically to try to put some influence to change their mind. Don't get me wrong on that. But, I mean, this is, uh, this is some crazy stuff. Uh, he's actually being an honest, transparent guy. Holy smokes. Matter of fact, um, I'll get to you in just a second. The first. Um, <laughs> it's so fun. The first question. From uh, from a reporter was about this pretty pointed question. The answers from Teresa. I'll let you the question and the answers as soon as we get back because uh, it's really, really going to just happen minutes ago. That's why you listen. This is this is huge. Six twenty. Wait till you hear how Trump uh, answered this and what Teresa May said. It's coming up. Six twenty and five. KNST AM seven ninety. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Kill the possibility of a trade deal with the UK. Our countries are meant to have a special relationship, yet you publicly criticized the Prime Minister's policy and her personally for not listening to you this week. Is that really the behavior of a friend? And Prime Minister, isn't the problem for you that some of the things Mr. Trump has said about your Brexit plan are right? It will limit the possibilities of doing trade deals easily in the future. Can you also tell us how it felt for him to criticize you in the way he did in that interview? Well, maybe I'll go first because I didn't criticize uh, the prime minister. I have a lot of respect for the prime minister. The it was no, and uh, no unfortunately, there was a story you that was it. done, uh, which was, you know, generally fine, but it didn't put in what I said about the prime minister. And I said tremendous things. And fortunately, we tend to record uh, stories now, so we have it for your enjoyment if you'd like it. But we record when we deal with reporters. It's called fake news, and we solve a lot of problems with uh, the good old recording instrument. But what happens is that, uh, look, the Prime Minister, as I really just said, uh, she's going to make a decision as to what she's going to do. The only thing I ask of Teresa is that we make sure we can trade, that we don't have any restrictions, because we want to trade with the UK. And the U.K. wants to trade with us. Uh, we're by far their biggest trading partner. And uh, we have, you know, just a tremendous opportunity to double, triple, quadruple that. So if they're going a slightly different route, and I know they do want independence. It's going to be independence. It's just your definition. Uh, but uh, if they're going to go a certain route, I, I just said that I hope you're going to be able to uh, trade with the United States. I read reports where that won't be possible. But I believe after speaking with the prime minister's people and representatives and trade experts, it will absolutely be possible. So uh, based on that, uh, I uh, 
based and based on just trade in general and our other relationship, which will be fine. But the trade is a little bit tricky. We want to be able to trade and they want to be able to trade. And I think we'll be able to do that. Okay, there you go. We'll have more. We'll get her response. Uh, we'll get all that stuff as we continue throughout the show. Uh, more reaction to this as well. Again, there was no criticizing. You just heard it. You just heard it. And he's talking to people. They may be able to do it. They may not. Uh, but he want listen, he is looking out for America. Why is that so hard to do? Why is that so hard to understand? Um, 710 this morning. I got to tell you about a, uh, a group of uh, campers that came in here for a tour a couple days ago, right? Group of campers comes into a, to, to this radio station for a tour, 12, 13 year old kids, 11, 12, 13, stuff like that. And uh, the person giving the tour said, this is Garrett talks about news and politics, blah, blah, blah. So she said that. So uh, she said, do you guys have any questions? And one kid raises his hand, says, do you like Trump? I gave my answer. I'm sure you know it. Then I asked the kid, do you like Trump? Wait till I tell you what he said. We'll do that at 710. Uh, and I got to tell you also, something just popped up on me uh, on my Twitter feed. Chief Magnus. Chief Magnus, what are you doing, man? Chiming in about uh, illegal aliens, moms, separated from kids, blah, 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 all that stuff, right? He's This is... I'll tell you what he said. This this freaking guy, man. Do you know what your job is? You don't even have enough officers. You don't even have officers, enough officers. People that actually pay your salary get robbed, and it takes seven, eight hours for people to show up. Your your officer, and it's not your officer's fault. It's your fault. And this is what you need. You need to do. Holy, I'll tell you about that coming back. Six thirty one on KNST. We do that in about six minutes. Um, listen, all the rain that's out there. The uh, the monsoon is here. Uh, you get big dust storms as well. You know, that stuff can end up in your garage. Have you seen it in your garage? Because of the, uh, the you know, all this extra dust and everything else. Listen, you know what that means? It means the bottom seal of your garage door needs to be replaced. Who does that? How do you get that fixed? A1 Garage Door Service. Uh, and with these monsoon, these tremendous storms, you see lightning, everything, there are power outages. You can add a surge protector on the garage door opener. And that'll prevent the opener from frying its board in a costly repair. A1 Garage Door Services can help you with that as well. Yes, A1 Garage Door Service. If you need a new garage door, there you go. If uh, you need any repair, there you go. They do it all. They They do it all. Replacement doors, manufacturer and installer. What's great also about A1 Garage, their techs are employees. They're not subcontractors. They go through extensive background checks. They pass them. Licensed, bonded, insured by A1 Garage. They all go through A1 Garage Training Academy, full-time four-week classroom education, on-the-job training. I mean, they are the best. They are the best. No middleman to deal with. They handle everything from custom building doors to installing to to, to warranting their products. That's what you get. That's what you get. They're available 24-7. There's no uh, offshore call centers. Uh, There's always someone that's available for you. And they have great specials as well. 75 bucks off spring replacement. It's a pretty good deal. Free service call with the repair. And if you need a new garage door, here's just some of the specials. As low as $3.99 for a new single car garage replacement door installed. Not valid with any other offer. You can get $200 off any new custom built garage door. So many deals. All you have to do is see for yourself why customers recommend A1 to everyone. Go to their website, a1garage.com. 
Hey, it's a good thing you're here. He has a lot to tell you. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. All right, 642, thanks for hanging out on this Friday. Three things I think you need uh, to know. Uh, the Trumpster is, number one, the Trumpster is in uh, Britain right now, and he's having a press conference with Theresa May. We played highlights. We'll continue to play highlights. He uh, said, listen, this Brexit deal may stop us from, it may kill a trade deal. Now he's saying it may be okay, but, I mean, he's basically putting it out there. He's looking out for America first. Um, he says it may happen. They want to get something done. They have a great relationship. I didn't I didn't criticize. We played the audio. He didn't criticize uh, anybody, anything. No, no, no. So that's what's going on there. Um, gets even better. This this is uh, the second thing that I think you need to know. This this is just great stuff. Uh, there are three Democrats that introduced a bill to abolish ICE, uh, and they've also announced that they don't want to vote for it. They will not vote in support of their own bill. Big publicity stunt. They want they introduced an amendment to a bill to to uh, abolish ICE. So the Republicans said, "All right, we'll bring it up for a vote." Now they now they they're calling the Republicans. Uh, uh, out for doing a publicity stunt. They're like, this is your bill. Vote on it. Go ahead. This is classic, classic stuff. Classic stuff. Third thing I think you need to know, the stroke hearing was so bad, you know, that, and we have the highlights. One of the Democrats said, we should give you, meaning to stroke, who again, uh, tried to undermine the President of the United States, undermine the election, everything. A disgraced FBI agent, He's already been in trouble, demoted by the FBI, you name it. And a stupid Democratic congressman named Steve Cohen said, you deserve a Purple Heart. What an insult to veterans that actually do deserve Purple Hearts. Three things I think you need to know. So, before I tell you what Magnus said, this just, uh, this just happened. Throw me up over there if you don't mind. Um, this is just remarkable stuff. So, uh, they were only supposed to take four questions each. I think they did. I think it's, already, it's over. It just ended. It just ended. And we'll get, we'll get highlights throughout the show, this press conference, the things that are good. And there was some really good stuff about immigration, illegal immigration, you name it. Um, but when the reporters start shouting and the president's looking at people to take questions from, and you have to crank kind of loud, I think, uh, Jasmine, uh, CNN tries to ask questions, and the president does what the president does. Listen. John Roberts, go ahead, John. No, no. John Roberts, go ahead. CNN's fake news. I don't well, take sir, questions. I don't take questions from CNN. CNN is fake news. I don't take questions from CNN. John Roberts of Fox. Let's go All to right. a real. Let's go to a real network. John, uh, let's go. Well, we're a real network too, sir. Thank you, Mr. President. <laughs> this is so. You'd be upset if it happened the other way. Yeah. Remember how many times Obama was on Fox News? Do you remember? Yeah. It was uh, basically when he first got in, or even I think right before he got into office, and then it was as he was leaving. Yeah. Oh, wah, 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 wah. Listen, they're doing it to themselves. Simple as that. All right, so uh, Chief Magnus. Oh, this freaking guy. I haven't talked about him in a while. Tucson Police Chief Chris Magnus uh, just tweets out this morning, just a few minutes ago, about a half an hour ago, there's a story, of course, from CNN with their slant. The story that he tweeted out from CNN is the moment they were separated. In heartbreaking letters to CNN, mothers recount exactly how their kids were taken. Well, guess what, genius? Well, and before I get to that, hang on. So Magnus tweets it out with the comment. This is Tucson's police chief. Moms still separated from their children. Police leaders should be calling this out as wrong. 
Not a matter of politics or party. This is basic right or wrong stuff. The role and voice of police will, and you've got the word B, will be remembered as a source of pride or failure in the future. What the hell does this have to do with police? You want to call it out as wrong. Magnus. And by the way, again, Magnus, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Get in your police-issued car, drive down into Oracle and Fort Lowell, and have a talk like a man if you'd like. Because there's a lot of stuff in this community that's not good, and you refuse to talk about it publicly, at least to me. So he is out there saying that this is terrible. Of course, what would you like then, um, Chief Magnus? Would you like would you like illegal aliens to be released, catch them and release them, and then they're never seen again? Would you like that? Is that the right thing to do? Would you like to put adults in the same prison, in the same cell, if you'd like, as children? Is, is that safe? What would you like? Waiting also for you, Magnus, to actually call out illegal immigration as wrong. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's basic right or wrong stuff to violate a country's laws and cross without permission. Pretty sure that's wrong. It's like black and white, right? Right and wrong. So I, um, I commented to Chief Magnus. Again, do you believe it's basic right or wrong when people cross our border illegally? Waiting for you to call out illegal immigration is wrong, like I just told you. Waiting. Waiting. This guy thinks he should just chime in about all this stuff. And what's funny is that, okay, you look at a guy like uh, Sheriff Napier. You can classify him as a politician. He's an elected official. That's why he doesn't have to listen to what the, the you know, stupid Dickelius uh, or any of the supervisors say to him. He, it's his jail. It's his thing. Now, when it comes to police chief like Magnus, he was hired by the city council, the Tucson city council. He has to listen to them and they could fire him. Napier was elected by the people. Magnus was given the job by the council. It's as simple as that. I, I mean, this is out of all the issues. And let me tell you something. Again, I have talked to a good amount of Tucson police officers. And I have yet to meet one that said, you know, this Magnus guy is a nice guy and he's good and he knows what he's doing. I like it. Not one. Not one. And this is what he chimes in. And uh, there's a story that he tweeted out. When local papers close, costs rise for local governments. Worrying about newspapers. Um, It's horse and buggy, man. Government inefficiencies, he's right. He writes, decreased population in the local democratic process. Oh, I'm sorry, decreased participation in the local democratic process. Really? Really? Decreased participation? Have you? I think more people are, are for right or wrong, more in tune as to what's going on than ever before. Anyway, he writes, and he, I guess he thinks it's his, you know, hey, listen, he can say whatever the hell he wants, but. Government inefficiencies, decreased participation in the local democratic process, lack of accountability. This guy has the, uh, has the gall to write lack of accountability. All linked to local papers going out of business. None of this is good for community policing or city government in general. Uh, hey, I'm a radio station. And you know what? Yeah, sure, we've been around a long time. Some people say radio's old, yet they all listen. And even Magnus, he listens. 
And we've actually taken the step. Listen on the iHeartRadio app. Listen to KNSD.com. You can listen all kinds of ways. All kinds of ways. Um, you want lack of accountability. Magnus, why don't you get in here and talk about your plan? Why can't you answer questions? Lack of accountability, he writes. You're a lack of accountability. My God. I've never seen in my life a police chief so afraid to talk to a radio show host. Never in my life. 880-KNST, 880-5670. Anyway, go back to his original thing. Uh, where he said this is just terrible. You know, the mothers separated. Blah, 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 blah. All this stuff, right? Uh, yet, there's a story. And I'll tell you about this coming back in about four minutes. There's a story. Border agents note alarming rise in migrants avoiding custody by bringing children and pretending to be their parents. Oh, how about that for police work there, Magnus? 651, I'll tell you about that. And I hope you're listening, Chris, in about four minutes. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Yes. Oh, Friday the 13th. Who the hell is scared of that? Grow up. It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, yes. There are three things I think you need to know. Number one. President's out in uh, in Britain, and he just finished a press conference a little while ago with Theresa May. He did an interview with The Sun. We played some excerpts in the last uh, hour, and he said, listen, if uh, she goes to their Brexit plan, it may kill our trade deal. He then called the interview this morning when he's asked about a fake news because he said, I didn't criticize her. There were some good things. How about that? Uh, and he said some really uh, interesting things about immigration in Europe, all kinds of stuff. We'll get to some highlights. Second thing. That I think you need to know uh, is, and this this is uh, this is another one, man, oh man, oh man. Uh, Dem three Democrats have introduced; they have drafted a bill to abolish ICE, and now they've said they're going to vote against it. They're going to vote against their own bill. They're such big talkers. It, and no, no Arizona uh, member of Congress. I know you thought it might be Grijalva, but it's not. But that's how full of it they are. Republicans said, "Fine, you want to vote on this? Let's vote on it." Oh, we're not going to, we're going to vote against it. Well, why'd you come up with it? Politics, even though most people don't want this, which is why they're, they're done with it. So we have that, right? Um, third thing that I think you need, that just cracks me up. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, Lisa Page, Strokes Lover, who testified yesterday, it was like just a circus, just a circus. She's going to testify today uh, behind closed doors to some members of Congress. Um, one of the dopey Democrats, Congressman Steve Cohen, actually looked at Stroke yesterday and said, you should get a Purple Heart. I mean, besides all the texts, he was demoted by the FBI, yet he still has clearance. And I, I don't understand that, but he's demoted under investigation, you name it. And this dope, because he, you know, they, they just hate Trump. You deserve a Purple Heart. How insulting. Three things I think you need to know. So we'll get to the um we'll get to the the highlights of the Trump Theresa May press conference and they have that baby Trump like like blimp floating around which it's just funny. It's just fun like okay that's going to bother him. 
Don't they understand that not many things bother them? Anyway, that's what they're doing out there in London. Uh, and that mayor of London is a complete nut. He said that, um, well, he said a lot of things. A lot of things. You can't blame uh, the, the uh, migrants going there on crime, which actually you can. You actually can. So anyway. And by the way, Trump can't win because he does that interview where he doesn't criticize Theresa May. He just criticized the deal and you're doing this and you're terrible in this. And then he says good things about her, says she's doing a fantastic job. And the media's called him out for that. The guy can't win. But before we get to that stuff, a couple days ago, there was a camp. Jasmine, you were here, right? Again, Jasmine's in for Ryan. Uh, you, you were here when those campers came in, right? I don't know what camp they're from. I don't want to mention it. But it was probably, what, about 30 kids or so? And about 11, 12, 13-year-olds, something like that? So they're taking a tour of the radio station because, you know, you're in summer camp and it's 158 degrees. Got to get out of the out of the heat. They, they, it's cool. It's radio, right? It's cool. You know, they don't go take a, a, a tour of the newspaper because it's not cool. Anyway, so they uh, go to all the radio stations. And, of course, zero of these kids. And I wouldn't expect them to. And listen, we don't. That's not our demographic, kids. It's not what we do. And it's OK. It's fine. But anyway, uh, one of our on-air personalities is taking these kids around, and she's very nice, Melissa. And she's bringing them around to different studios, and then she piles them all into my studio. It's right after our show. And it's a whole bunch of kids. And Melissa says, this is Garrett Lewis. He does a show. He talks about news and politics and things like that. And the kids looked at me, and I said, yeah, I talk about that stuff, and I make fun of stupid people for four hours. That's what I do. Makes me feel good. And the kids just kind of looked at me. So I said, all right. Um, and I said, you guys have any questions? One kid, probably about 12 years old, raises his hand. Says, do you like Trump? I said, I love Trump. You like Trump? And he said, no. I said, all right, why don't you like Trump? And he said, he hates my country. And that, all of a sudden... Made me kind of go, hmm? And I could see Melissa kind of, hmm? And Ryan, who was sitting across me. And Ryan told me afterward, he's thinking, oh, God, don't, don't destroy. Don't destroy. I'm not going to destroy a child. You know, I'm not going to. But I had questions. Because this kid, I mean, think of it. The kid said to me, I don't like Trump because he hates my country. So I looked at him. I said, what's your country? And he said, Mexico. I said, where were you born? America. And the other kids started giving him a hard time. You're, you're American. You're not Mexican. America is your country. And this other little girl says, he's only talking about illegal aliens. You're not an illegal immigrant. And I said, you do realize America is your country. And the kid at that point, I could see the wheel spinning a little bit. Just a little bit. That's fine. And I said, uh, okay, let me ask you this. Um, Trump doesn't hate your country, first of all. Not at all. Not at all. And I don't want to get too deep into it. These are kids. You know, it's, let them get indoctrinated at school. Granted, I tried to indoctrinate them a little bit. But they, they get their indoctrination at school and at home probably, but whatever. Um, so I said, if Mexico is so great, why do people risk dying every day to walk through the desert and have evil, bad people bring them here? If Mexico is so great, why don't they just stay there? And the kid, at that point again, is just staring at me. And all the kids are kind of staring at me. And I'm hoping light bulbs are going off in their head. I'm hoping, hoping light bulbs go off in their head. And I don't want to badger the kid. 
And I'll talk more about that in just a second. And then I said, uh, I, I pointed at one kid. And I said, you see this guy? Mm-hmm. I said, who would like to take money out of their own pocket right now and buy that guy something because he wants it? And they all said, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want me, not me. And I said, all right, welcome to the club. And that went right over their heads. But everybody, Melissa and Ryan were laughing. And, and, okay, I didn't want to explain. All right, all right, good kids. Thanks for coming in. All right, make sure you get jobs when you're older. It is what it is. But when that kid, I mean, I'm sitting here, and again, this is completely foreign to me. I would never sit here and say, I mean, I'm like a mutt. I'm from, you know, my DNA goes back to, you know, different European countries. Not just one, but different European countries. Uh, my wife's grandfather came here from Germany when he was, I think, two or three years old. Uh, and and guess what, by the way? Came here with his parents from Germany. He got the hell out of Germany in the mid-1920s. Uh, and you know what he did? Fought in World War II against Germany. He didn't say Germany's my country. I'm sure he had pride. You could have pride in where you come from. You know, you come from Ireland, you have pride. You're Irish. You come, okay, great. You, listen, you come from Mexico, you have pride. It's your tradition. It's your, I get it. But at the end of the day, you know, remember those uh, first and second generation immigrants that were fighting in World War II? Fighting against Italy. Fighting against Germany. I'm American. I'm American. I'm American. That, that's exactly what they say. And this kid is being brainwashed that Mexico is his country. And really, there's nothing that we can do to stop this, by the way. I mean, whatever he's learning from home, everybody else, Trump hates you, Trump this. Actually, I did tell the kids another thing. I said, you know, uh, that Hispanic unemployment is at a record low in this country. And they all kind of looked at me like, huh? I said, what that means is that you have more Hispanic people working than ever before. So this idea of Trump hating Mexico or Mexicans or Amer- Americans of Mexican descent or Hispanics, not true. His policies are helping people get jobs to work. And they all just kind of, oh, oh. Do you ever go through this stuff? I, I don't know, whatever you do for a living. I don't even know how you counteract this. I don't know if it's possible. There, listen, it doesn't mean everybody thinks this way. Are there lost causes? Unfortunately, yes. I guess the only way that something like this can be countered, um, it can only be countered if that person grows up and does their own research, finds this radio show, but does their own, and this is, by the way, this is part of their research, and realizes what the truth is and what is not the truth. But it is, it is discouraging and it is frightening that these kids think, even though they're born in America, that Mexico is their country. Where's the allegiance, right? And, you know, just think about it. 70 years ago, 80 years ago, I mean, geez, even 60 years ago, 50 years ago, right? You still had a lot of pride saying, I'm an American. That's, that's my country. We're the best. And it's okay to say, you're the, we're the best. It's, you have pride in saying, why wouldn't you want to be the best? Do you not try to be the best? Do you say, I don't want to say I'm the best baseball player on my team. I want to say I'm the second best. I'm the fourth best. I don't want to try as hard. We're the best, and it's okay. That's why everybody depends on us. That's all right. But do you see this kind of attitude where kids literally think that this isn't their country? There's no hope. And let me tell you, I have heard from um, more than a few teachers at TUSD schools where they hear this kind of stuff. 
well, either Trump's the devil or they are Mexican. They're not American. And it's okay to listen. It's okay to say, I'm Mexican. I, I grew up in Long Island where kids would say, you know, I'm Italian. I mean, they knew they were American, but Italian in heritage in that aspect. And that, that's fine. That's, that's okay. But it was a bit disturbing just to hear that. And, and you know, what, what can you do? You don't want to berate a child. You don't, want, you don't want to embarrass the kid or anything like that. But it, it was a bit of an eye-opener for me to hear that. And it was discouraging, man. And it kind of sucked. Kind of sucked. 880-KNST, 880-5678, if you'd like to chime in about that. 880-KNST, 880-5678. And let me tell you something. I know that I have, listen, this is Tucson. It's not just white people that listen to this show. You ever come to a beer club? It's, I mean, you want to talk about a melting pot. It's a melting pot. And I know that this show has, and this station has a lot of listeners that are Hispanic, that, that hear that too and go, oh my God, what the hell is going on? What is happening? So um, you can share experiences. You can hit me up with them on email, Garrett at KNST.com, at Garrett Lewis on Twitter. You can send me messages on Facebook if you'd like, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio, like and follow it, and then you can always call. We'll continue, get some reaction. And I also want to get to uh, some highlights of uh, the Trump uh, the Trump press conference with with Theresa May, I have some Starbucks news, all kinds of stuff happening. Don't go anywhere. It is your morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 728, what is happening? Garrett Lewis with you. Happy Friday the 13th. It's insane, isn't it? Friday the 13th. People get freaked out over that. Just, just hilarious. Just hilarious stuff. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. One of the other things also really quick that uh, that I wanted to talk about today, and I have been talking about, is uh, what Chief Magnus, Chief Magnus said uh, in a tweet. He's upset. Moms still separated from their children. Police leaders should be calling this out as wrong. Not a matter of politics or party. This is basic right or wrong stuff. The role and voice of police will be remembered as a source of pride or failure in the future. Yeah, okay. Great investigative work. Uh, really quick, I just wanted to pass this along. And I, I tweeted this to, again, Chief Magnus. Uh, Daily Mail. You ready? This is, again, shocking stuff that the media is not getting out there. Daily Mail did. Nobody else is, and they don't want you to know about this. And lawmakers just want to go after Trump. Um, why are kids still separated? What is going on? What's happening? It's actually a, a very simple, simple thing. Ready for the headline? You ready for this? Daily Mail story, government says parents of nearly half of kids younger than five taken to the border can't have them back because they're child abusers, kidnappers, and murderers, and others aren't actually parents. What? What? Nearly half? Are you kidding me? Of the 103 minors in the youngest age group, the administration has reunited, has reunited 57 with parents, but 46 are ineligible, they say, ineligible. 11 of the adults have serious criminal histories, Homeland Security announced, including charges or convictions of child cruelty, kidnapping, murder, human smuggling, domestic violence, and narcotics-related crime. Of the men, one of the men is wanted for murder in Guatemala. Seven more were determined not to be a parent at all. 
including three whose deception was discovered through DNA testing. Oh, they're DNA testing these kids. This is just terrible. Blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, one adult said he was a parent right up until the time of a DNA swab, then retracted that. Ah, got me. Authorities determined one potential child sponsor was alleged to have abused the child he was trying to claim. Another told the government that if his child were returned to him, he planned to house the youngster with an adult who has been charged with sex abuse of a young girl. One of the adults presented a falsified birth certificate. Another has a contagious disease. Twelve have already been deported. I mean, this is... This is, uh, this is insane, isn't it? This is insane. And Trump said, listen, here's the big thing. You don't want this to happen? Don't come here illegally. Come here legally. So this is, this is pretty big. Uh, one of the officials didn't want to say, declined to say during the uh, conference call, how many violent criminals and fake parental claims are among the larger group of people claiming children between ages of 5 and 17. So uh, that's for five and younger. My goodness gracious. Uh, we can get a reaction to this. Got to play some highlights of the stroke uh, circus from yesterday and uh, the Theresa May Trump press conference and more about Magnus, too, by the way. I mean, what an irresponsible thing to say, but it's, it's just right up his alley. I mean, it, listen, um, right under his nose, when he was the police chief in Richmond, California, there was a, uh, a big, uh, a big I, I mean, sting with his own police officers where they were uh, having sex with the underage prostitute, for God's sakes. And uh, he was part of the lawsuit of being uh, that he knew about it. Incompetent. But go out there and stand with your Black Lives Matter sign. That's just that's just great. As the Black Lives Matter crowd hates cops. All right. Seven thirty two. We'll continue to about six. Your reaction phones are jammed. I'll get to you. Here's Fox. How can a guy that's, well, let's just say he's not six feet tall, have an ego that big? One word, stimulation. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Word. What's going on, 740? It's Friday the 13th, which means absolutely, wait, I like that, nothing. Unless you're weak. Weak. Look at all the people. Look at the TV right now, real quick. Before three things, all the people in London that hate Trump. Number one racist. Tell me something that's racist. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, great. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Trump is in the UK. Had a uh, press conference with Theresa May. He gave an interview to the Sun. Where he said, "Listen, if they go with this Brexit deal, it may kill trade with us. I mean, that's what we want to do." Then today, he said, "Listen, I was very, you know." I'm, we we think we can work something out. We want it to work out. Uh, we're the latest. Uh, there we are the largest trade partner with them. Uh, we support. I support Teresa. Whatever she does, but I gave her my you know my my ideas. It's her country. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is, and the media's trying to make it to be like the worst thing ever. By the way, and you finally have an honest politician. So the second thing that I think you need to know is Lisa Page is going to testify. Uh, we'll talk to members of Congress behind closed doors today. And yesterday, her, her lover, Peter Stroke, what a what a circus that was. We'll play some highlights coming up and get some calls. One dopey congressman, Democrat uh, Steve Cohen, told this disgraced FBI agent, you deserve a Purple Heart. Are you, are you high? 
Third thing I think you need to know is that uh, Border Patrol agents are talking about, and I just wrote it to you also, um, they are seeing a, a very alarming rise in migrants avoiding custody by bringing in kids and pretending to be their parents. And I told you about this, this story, and you know what? I sent it to Chief Magnus. Maybe you could do some looking into it. Uh, where again, here we go. The government says parents of nearly half the kids younger than five years old taken at the border can't have them back because they're child abusers, kidnappers, and murderers, and not actually their parents. Others aren't actually the parents. Three things I think you need to know. And if you'd like to talk about that, feel free. Feel free. Let's play a little audio real quick uh, before we get to calls. Um, let's play uh, what Steve Cohen said, just so you can hear it. Uh, number 51. 51, Democratic Congressman Steve Cohen at the Peter Stroke hearing yesterday. Here we go. Mr. Stroke, I don't know where to start. Uh, if I could give you a Purple Heart, I would. You deserve one. Unbelievable. Purple Hearts are for people that are serving in combat that lose body parts. And, you know, give the ultimate sacrifice. This is a disgraced FBI agent that has been caught trying to stop a legitimate president. First off, a candidate from actually having a chance to win and then wanting to impeach an actual president. Let's start with Shane. He's been waiting a while. Shane, welcome to KNST. Hi. Morning, Garrett. Great show. Listen, I had to call in hearing about the, the libtard congressman. It said an uh, FBI agent who's basically treasonous it deserved a Purple Heart. I mean, my grandfather lost an arm, a whole arm in World War II, and lived the rest of his life with a stump. And, you know, Jeez. managed to still be a great-grandfather to me and all his grandkids. And, you know, we grew up, and I'm, I'm sure you're the same thing, we grew up knowing, going to the Fourth of July parade like Trump wanted to have, and, you know, having a sense of, of pride. And, and we have how many veterans nowadays that have Purple Hearts for having lost limbs and been in combat? And this guy says something like that, and yet we're the ones that are always civil. We're, you know, we practice civility being the conservatives, and meanwhile the liberals are, are just shouting people down that work for the government when they're trying to go to dinner. And uh, I also wanted to give you kudos. Man, you know, you exemplify and just show again what we conservatives do, because the way you handled that kid and realizes, you know, his parents are probably a bunch of wing nuts and trying to at least open his eyes that maybe, you know, he'll, he'll read his own stuff or maybe look online and read some articles and realize that the world's not what he's being told it is. That was, that was fabulous, guys. Well, thanks, man. You know, I, always, I don't want to make kids feel bad. And first off, again, your grandfather, great, great, uh, phenomenal, uh, phenomenal human being. I mean, what, what, what do you hear? My, great -grand, my, my grandfather served in World War II. The other one, the Korean War. I mean, it's my dad, National Guard. I, and then to hear this piece of garbage... Yeah, say what he did to this, you know, I mean, this is the problem. You know, they want to say that Trump's dividing. Are you kidding me? You have an FBI agent that is literally trying to take down a sitting president, trying to be underhanded, all this stuff, and Democrats didn't ask any questions. They apologized to him for the entire time. They apologized and, to him. And I just don't get, you know, we're, we're, we're the civil ones. We yeah. try and have discussions. We, we always say, you know, don't call for violence. It's, it's sit down and discuss things and try and change each other's minds, and yet, they, they're the ones claiming words matter. You know, remember Obama, words matter, words matter. Mm -hmm. And yet they constantly disregard that. They constantly, I mean, it's the whole, just like comparing the, uh, saying that these detention centers where these children are living better than they live in their home countries 
are internment camps or Holocaust camps. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're so far out of bounds with their language, and yet we can't call them on it, but yet they can literally be so disrespectful. I mean, it's happened to how many members of, of the government now that they go out to eat dinner or go to a grocery store, and they're literally being harassed in public? And it's being accepted. It's being accepted. And, and again, members of Congress are actually pushing it like crazy Maxine Waters. Low IQ Maxine. She's doing well, that. Great, great job with the kid, man. I think that's one of the big things we have to do is wake up the younger generation. We're is trying, to say, yeah. you know, you're being lied to. We're the media's lying to you. Your parents are lying to you. And, you know, we, you need to look around and open your eyes. We're trying. Shane, appreciate it, man. Thank you, man. Have a good weekend. Great show. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Take care. Appreciate it, man. Great call. Um, listen, there was like nine hours of testimony yesterday with stroke. Nine hours. And... What's frustrating is that you have yelling going on, all this stuff, and again, nothing ever happens. There were some entertaining parts. You know his, even his text. Let's play number 53. Daryl Issa, outgoing congressman, Republican congressman, Daryl Issa, uh, actually made stroke in his five minutes that he had, made him read his text. It, it, I thought it was quite funny. And then I want you to hear Mika's face on that. Listen to what happened. Here we go. In front of you have a, a one sheet of paper that was presented to you a few minutes ago, uh, and I'm going to just... Go to go to a date and then ask you to read your own words. <clears throat> March 4th, 2016. You want me to read this? Yes, please. Yes, sir. OMG, he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. May 4th, 2016. Now the pressure really starts to finish MYE. July Mid-year. 19th, 2016. Hi, how was Trump other than a douche? Melania? Hmm. July 21st, 2016. Trump is a disaster. I have no idea how destabilizing his presidency would be. August 6, oh. 2016. Uh, I don't believe I wrote this text, sir. Okay, it's been attributed to you, so we'll go on to the next. Incorrect. August 8, 2016. That, huh? uh, and I'll preface it by saying this t- for context. Uh, Ms. Page said, not ever going to become president, right? Right? Uh, no, no, he's not. We'll stop it. Pause it. Repeat. Again, this guy, and he gets to repeat this guy was it was uh, investigating. He was part of Mueller's team. Robert Mueller investigating Trump. Uh, he was part of the team that was uh, involved in the dossier investigating Trump. But he claims, even though I wrote all this, I am not biased. It had nothing to do with the investigation. Right, right. And it was established yesterday also, by the way, that Robert Mueller, he fired him. Robert Mueller fired him when he heard about these texts but he never actually asked, Mueller never asked this guy about the text and what they meant and why he did it. Let's continue. Repeat that again. No, no, he's not. We'll stop it. August 15th, 2016. I want to believe the path you threw out for consideration in Andy's office, that there's no way he gets elected, but I'm afraid we can't take that risk. It's like an insurance policy in the unlikely event you die before you're 40. Oh, boy. On October 20th, 2016. Uh, I can't pull away. What the, and I defer to the chairman whether you can or not just use like one letter if you don't mind. Why the F, what the F happened to our country, Lise? Okay, read it again that way. Uh, sir, did you not, was no, it not I just intelligible? Hear it you one just more want time. to hear it for yeah. me to repeat it? Please. Mm-hmm. Okay, sir. Sure. I, happy to indulge you. Uh, I can't pull away Smart. what the F happened to our country, Lise. Why in the world do you believe that this committee should not? ask for the record of similar uh, text from your private uh, account Mm -hmm. to find out what else you might have said about insurance policies or about the President of the United States or investigation.
Yep. We'll get Mika's face reaction. Again, if you watched any of this, he was just, he had this smug look on him. You want to know why? Because he knows. Listen, I'll get embarrassed. I'll say things. I'll I'll call people out. I'll get aggressive. And at the end of the day, I'm not going to prison. I'll sit here very smugly. You guys know I hate Trump, and I tried to I tried to stop him every way I could. But you know what? You're not going to be able to do anything. That's To me, I looked at that guy's face. That's exactly what he was conveying in that smug look. It's just sick. We have more sound bites coming up. Don't go anywhere. Mika's facial reaction. Uh, Trump giving it to the fake news. We'll do that in the next hour at the uh, press conference with Theresa May. It's KNST. Double A. MCO. Hello, it's 8.07. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. What's up? Happy Friday the 13th. Three things I think you... Need uh, to know, number one, number one, uh, the Trumpsters in in the UK, he had a press conference earlier this morning with Theresa May. Uh, He did an interview with The Sun, and he called out uh, the Brexit plan, said, listen, this Brexit plan, it it may kill the trade deal with America if she does this. We'll have to see. And then he he went into it, and he said, maybe I was critical, but that's just the way it is. He's an honest guy. Oh, now you're just mean. You're treating friends poorly. So friends that rip off friends with trade is okay. When you call them out on it, then you're in a, in a professional way, actually. Then it's poor. We'll play highlights coming up. Second thing I think you need to know, the Peter Stroke um, testimony yesterday was a, was a joke. Uh, Republicans making him do things, calling out the texts. We've seen this before. Nothing ever happens. Nothing ever happens. There were some entertaining parts, don't get me wrong, but nothing ever happens. Lisa Page is going to testify behind closed doors today. Uh, Maybe the highlight was a Democrat telling Peter Stroke for, of course, being demoted by the FBI, being investigated, losing all credibility, writing awful texts that show clear bias. And he admitted bias, but said it had nothing to do with his uh, investigating of Trump. Um, This Democratic congressman, Steve Cohen, said, you deserve a purple heart, which is disgusting. Disgusting. Uh, third thing that I think you need to know uh, is that, uh, I mean, a bombshell story that's not getting a lot of play. Daily Mail. Government says parents of nearly half of kids younger than five taken at the border can't have them back because they're child abusers, kidnappers, and murderers, and others aren't actually parents. Almost half. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Three things that I think you need to know. Now, after uh, the whole situation with uh, with Stroke yesterday, we'll get into crazy things that are said and stuff like that. Here's what I don't understand. Can you throw me up over there if you don't mind? Thank you. Uh, Don Lemon uh, said this on his CNN show yesterday. Again, what, why was Peter Stroke there? What, what was he there to talk about? His texts, the FBI's investigation of Trump, that kind of stuff. I don't know where this comes into play. Playing politics and trying to discredit the Russian investigation just days before President Trump's face-to-face meeting with Vladimir Putin. One thing is for sure, if Russia intended to sow discord in this country, mission accomplished. What does this have to do with helping Putin? Because I've seen lawmaker, I could play soundbite after soundbite, Bob and then there's other ones. Well, you know, this uh, testimony, all this did is just empower Putin. Oh, and empower Putin. It's, it's just Republicans are either, it's just power Putin. Because they're questioning this stuff? Because Stroke used that fake dossier created by Russian agents, by the way. Russian agents gave that info uh, to Christopher Steele, who created that fake dossier, who gave it to McCain's guy, who gave it to McCain, who gave it to Comey, even though Comey already had it. 
saying that, uh, you know, among things, Trump uh, watched, uh, paid two Russian hookers to pee on a bed where Obama slept. And somehow Putin had videotape of that and was going to bribe Trump with it once he's president. Makes a lot of sense, right? So Trump at NATO demanding that NATO countries pay more in, in, in to NATO so they can defend against Russia, calling out Germany for paying Russia billions of dollars, which empowers them and enriches them to use a pipeline to get natural gas, saying you shouldn't do that, don't give Russia the power, saying let's pay your fair share so we can build up and we can get together and stay together to make sure we are strong against Russia. How does that empower Putin? Again, making NATO countries pay more to improve their defense and their military to fend off Putin and intimidate him somehow helps Putin. I One more real quick after all this craziness. Mika's face. Mika's face. Uh, number 55. 55. Mika's face uh, actually said this yesterday. Uh, actually, this morning. This morning about Peter Stroke and his, listen, his smugness. Um, Again, the guy is being investigated. He's demoted by the FBI. Granted, demoted to HR, which I got an email. Great, so you can have a whole bunch of Peter Stroke-like people hired on or able to get away with stuff at, at the FBI. Listen, most FBI agents can't stand Peter Stroke. But yet Mika's face said this. Here we go. It just seemed like if you were trying to create and produce a show where you could set up a villain... I was not just confused who the villain was. It was very clear who the hero was by the end of the nine hours hero. of pounding this guy. Hero. Sending tens of thousands of text messages while on the clock, talking about how much you hate Trump and you're investigating him. Hero. On MSNBC, he's a hero. Okay. Uh, we have a lot of things that we have been talking about today, uh, including, again, the stories about uh, how many, I mean, the, the ridiculous percentage, a uh, high percentage, almost half of the people that claim to be parents aren't actually parents of kids younger than five that were brought here illegally. Murderers, child molesters, you name it. Not even the parents at all. Uh, people want to talk. And after what Magnus, our chief police chief here, Chris Magnus, actually tweeted out about this and said, moms still separated from their children. Police leaders should be calling out uh, this out is wrong. Not a matter of politics or party. This is basic right or wrong stuff. The role and voice of police will be remembered as a source of pride or failure in the future. So they're breaking the law. He doesn't call out people for breaking the law. doesn't call out the people that are actually using the kids to try to get here that aren't actually their parents. We should just let him go, according to Magnus, our esteemed police chief. What a freaking joke. And then I'm getting uh, emails and tweets, um, and, and these are great, great, great questions for Magnus if he'd actually answer these. Um How many children are separated from their parents by the Tucson Police Department? Happens every day. Mom or dad gets arrested because they broke the law. The kid can't go to jail with the parent. So what happens there, Magnus? What do you do there? Right? Uh, let's go to Corey first. Corey, welcome to KNST. Hi, Corey. Hi, how are you doing? All right. I just want to add a deal. You know, they think it's okay to take, uh, they, they, don't, they don't think it's okay to take illegal immigrants away from their family because of their age and stuff. But in the state of Arizona, they lock up children at eight years of age, up to 18, and they take away from their, their family members. Oh, if they if the kid goes to juvie or something like that? Go to juvie or, or the juvenile uh, equivalent to the, the prison system, the juvenile detention center down in Phoenix and stuff. Mm -hmm. They take them all the way down to eight, eight years of age. Wow, I didn't know that. Wow, that's, that's pretty crazy. And then again, what happens if the parents get arrested? They don't, they don't take the kids with them. 
The kids are yep. separated. That's just what happens. I know this for a fact because I used to be a, a state correction officer. Really? Yes. So you've seen the separation of... Yes. And uh, no outrage from uh, politicians about that, huh? None at all. If you, if you Google it, you, you'll find out how many states that don't even have an age limit where they can incarcerate juveniles. Wow, no kidding. Uh, state of Arizona is six, and Minnesota's eight. Uh, Minnesota's ten, and there's some at six and seven years of age. No kidding. Yep. Well, hey, thank you for the info, man. I appreciate it. All right, you're welcome. Take care, Corey. Thank you very much. Eight eight zero KNST eight eight zero five six seven eight. Again, Chief Magnus. I mean, dude just steps in it over and over and over again, over and over and over again. I mean, this is some damning stuff that is coming out. And the media is not talking about that. You notice that? Again, Daily Mail had this story. Nobody else. Nobody else. Mike, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hi, how's it going? Good. Um, Just a quick comment. Uh, I'm really getting tired about the people like Chief Magnus and and a lot of of them that are complaining about how the government is yanking children away from the arms of their mothers and fathers that are coming across the border illegally. Uh, and everybody's very concerned about them and, and getting them back with their parents. For the love of God, don't you have the right to practice your religion without government interference? Go against your deeply held religious conviction. And our future. I don't give a rip anymore about much. I just don't. I think you hit on. But sorry, but sorry. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry, Mike, we had a, we had a technical snafu. Oh, where'd he go? Well, I'll tell you what, we'll come back to Mike. I don't know what the, I don't, you were typing, and somehow random things happened. I blame Magnus and Obama. Uh, we'll come back. I don't even know what the hell that was or where it even came from. Crazy. I know, don't look at me, it's okay, it's okay. Tell you what, we'll get more reaction coming up. Leave him on hold, leave him on hold. It's okay. We'll do it when we get back. Uh, we have more more sound bites to play of uh, Trump. More to talk about what Chief Magnus said, and again, this major story about how uh, child abusers, kidnappers, murderers, kids that aren't uh, uh, the people that aren't even their parents of these kids. It's almost half of the kids under the age of five. That's what the government is discovering. And they want us to hand Magnus wants to hand them right, over. keep them together, hand them right over. Not even look into this stuff. How could he be a police chief and not even want to investigate this kind of stuff? Right. Uh, we'll continue. 817, KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. 823, thank you for hanging out. Garrett Lewis with you. It's going to be 98 degrees today. Nick Lachey. Scattered thunderstorms. It's going to be uh, shockingly really warm and wet over the weekend, apparently. 97 and scattered thunderstorms tomorrow. 92 and thunderstorms on Sunday. Uh, enjoy it. Enjoy it while you can. Again, if you missed my interview with Brandon Martin, where he uh, basically outed Leah Marquez Peterson, she threatened him. Said, "You need to drop out, drop out of the CD two race." I have a lot of money. You know how much money it need you have to raise to get to Congress. You know how much money Martha McSally raises. Which, by the way, usually people with money are somewhat smart. When you hear her talk, I don't get it. But whatever, like that's someone I want to donate to right there. I mean, but. but if she promises to do your bidding for you, I guess you have that, right? Anyway, that's uh, it, it's on my Facebook page, the interview with Brandon. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. You can listen to it. You can comment. It's also on my iHeart channel, iHeartRadio.com. Search Garrett Lewis. iHeart Radio app, search Garrett Lewis. You get it there. 
Uh, is Mike still there? Was I talking to Mike? I think I was talking. Mike, sorry about that. Welcome to KNST. Hi, Mike. Hi, how's it going? All right. Welcome back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, a, a quick comment. Uh, I'm rather concerned about uh, the pseudo-concern that Chief Magnus and many other of the bleeding heart liberals are giving to these uh, poor children that are being ripped out of the arms of their of their parents as they illegally cross the border. Yes. Uh, we're down to, what, about maybe 30 or 40 of them, something like that. It's getting but there's very, yeah. yeah, but there's very, very little said about the over 250,000 children that are ripped out of their children, out of their parents' arms by Child Protective Services because the parents are criminals, they're, they're robbers, they're rapists, they're this, that, and the other thing. I think the Chief Magnus and these other people should become foster parents to show the concern for American citizen children. Not foreign illegals. That's a very interesting point. You call it the hypocrisy. That's what you do. They they literally go on a motion and no fact. And that's why a guy like uh, Magnus doesn't come on this show because he he knows he can't win the argument. But emotionally, that's he right. wants to believe it. And you make that's a great right. point. He he can't he can't argue anything that you say. And one one final point: uh, the children that we are taking uh, from these parents. We're giving them a decent place, we're giving them food, we're giving them shelter, and we're giving them medical care, we're giving them baths, we're taking care of them, mm. instead of just having them cross the border. Yeah, instead of just sending them back, not right that's away. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You're right. Okay, that's about it then. Right, well, thank you, Mike. Have a good weekend. I appreciate it. It's great points. Again, I would love for um, for Magnus to, to state the case. And if I'm missing something, I'm missing something. But wh- where is it? Right? What, what? How am I wrong? How are you right? Uh, House appropriators, by the way, story from Politico. Uh, House appropriators have passed a measure to permit keeping minors in custody for more than 20 days if they need, which overrides the Flores ruling, the Judge G that did that. So we have that. Um, interesting stuff, too. Breitbart has a story talking to uh, one of our veterans, an Iraq War veteran, told Breitbart, that, quote, my brigade was deployed for 22 months straight thanks to the Iraq war surge. Guys missed two years of their kids' birthdays. And you're bitching about illegal immigrant families being separated for three months? Freaking powerful. Mark, welcome to KNST. Hi, Mark. Hey, just along those lines, I was in the Army for 30 years, and I deployed seven times. I was away from my kids for seven years. But the idea was, I knew the deal. I knew I volunteered. That was part of the deal. These people coming across the border know the deal. They're volunteers. No one's making them come across the border. There's no one back there with machetes hacking them up there. So they're volunteering to come across the border, and they get separated from their kids for breaking the law. Where's Magnus saying, well, these GIs, well, we should set up a camp someplace over in Afghanistan where you can bring your kids and visit them on weekends. But nope, it's a big different thing. We both volunteered for what we're doing, except for mine. You know, if you're an American, screw you, but you're an illegal hell. Jeez, we're going to give you everything. That's a video game to your kid. Man, I'm, you know, again, again, dude, it's a great call. And thank you so much for your service, man. Uh, thank you so much. And I can't imagine what it's like to, to, to miss your, your, your kid's stuff. I mean, I joke around. I mean, seven years. I, I don't know. You know, God bless you. What a sacrifice you've done for our country. And now that I'm a parent, I mean, I, it, it, it hits even more because, you know, listen, I get home every day and I'm thankful I get a couple of hours with my kids before they go to bed. Well, the, the great part was it was a great honor to have got to have served. Uh, so it makes up for it. You know, you, you feel like at the end of the day, with any luck, you made a difference. A lot of it was during Obama, so you know you didn't. But now <laughs> we feel like we are. So I got you, man. Well, dude, thank thank you very much for everything, and thank you for the phone call. Have a great Thanks. weekend. Take care.
Man, that's true. And that's why Magnus opens up his mouth. But again, Magnus comes from that left side. And there's just no actual thinking. It's motivation. I'm sorry, it's emotion. It's emotion. And then he's motivated to try to do things to make himself feel better. And it's, it's quite scary that that guy is in charge of the police department and policing. You know, get away with it. That's what he does. But you know what? We just keep on fighting. That's what we do. 880-KNST, 880-5678. And then we talked about uh, just a few days ago, we had Judicial Watch on. They broke that story about how these minors in 2014 under Obama, was Magnus not saying anything then, by the way? Oh, probably not. In 2014 under Obama, Obama's HHS, Judicial Watch, took him three years to get these documents, but people took reports talking to these minors. They call them UACs, Unaccompanied Alien Children. And it was hundreds and hundreds of these children, actually it was was a thousand, of these children that came here, they admitted to being MS-13 gang members, admitting to killing people, admitting to raping, sexually assaulting, being drug smugglers, human smugglers. They admitted this stuff, and then Obama released them. And they tried to hide it. It took Judicial Watch three years to get these documents. Hey, law and order guy, Magnus, what do you think of that? Are you okay with that because they're here illegally? Karen, welcome to KNST. Hi, Karen. Hi there. Um, can you hear me okay? I'm on speaker. No, no, if you could take it off speaker, it would make it a lot better. Okay, because there's a cop coming next to Oh, no. So hold on. I'll just kind of... Oh, that's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll wait. It's okay. So we have a lot of things going on today. Are you still there? Are you with me? Yeah, I am. Okay, okay I'm going to be. Hold on. Uh, no, no problem. I'll, um, just, I'll just sit here. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, I like joking around. It's okay. Okay. I think I'm clear. Okay. Um, anyway, I wanted to tell you that um, I, was, um, I worked as a psychologist, and I'll tell you why I retired from it. But people forget um, that these illegal children are not always so sweet either. Uh, I worked at um, Juvie as well as uh, a, a juvenile DOC. And uh, there was a kid there who uh, it was known that he was illegal. And um, he, uh, just a horrible kid who was um, basically um, starting to run the uh, DOC, so they shipped him up to Phoenix. And um, when he turned 18, they cut him loose because that's what they do. Didn't matter that he was illegal. Um, Within about a month or two after he got released, he killed a woman and set her on fire because, um, over beer. Oh my God! And and at that point, I thought I'm done. I I can't I can't just do this. Um, so uh, that's something to consider too that people have to remember that um, uh, you know we have to somehow be able to um I don't know I don't that's really basically all I had to say it's just, um, it's a pathetic system, but <laughs> I, you know that's the thing that you know. Not everybody. It's like there's some victim, and a kid cries. What kid wouldn't cry if they're separated? But again, we don't know if it's actually exactly. their parent or not. And again, the stories we talked about about how you know Homeland Security says under five, almost half of these people that claim to be parents aren't parents. They're murderers, rapists. Some aren't parents at all. Right. All this stuff we don't know who they yeah. are. And, and then Magnus wants to just set them free based on yeah. it hurts his heart. You know, and I don't, you know, if these, if people are just so upset about these children being separated, you know, instead of, um, you know, uh, um, arguing about it or, you know, being all, you know, up in arms, 
you know, why don't they offer a, a, a foster home for them? I mean, why don't they take them in and give them some security until they figure out about their parents? I mean, they could do something um, good for that child if they're so concerned. Yeah, well, let, Magnus should let them live with him. They all should. Oh, exactly. You know. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Karen, thank you for sharing. I, I appreciate it. Thank you so much yeah. for listening and not getting arrested, not getting a ticket. Wait, wait. What was, <laughs> yeah. was, hang on. Was, was it a Tucson police officer near you? That was. Yeah, and good thing I had a little sticker that said um, that had the um, the co- the um, cop with the blue line through it. Yeah. So blue lives matter. Blue so lives you know, that might have helped. And you know, and if they ever did, you just say, "Hey, listen, I support you, and I'm frustrated with your police chief." You'll probably be let go. They'll be like, "Yeah, I agree." Yeah. <laughs> I always tell them thank you when I see them. Well, so. why not? They do great, great right. stuff for us. Karen, thank Thanks you so much. Too. Have a good thank weekend. You. Bye-bye. Take care. 833, got to get to the Trump sound bites as well. Uh, we'll start out with the fun stuff when he called out CNN and NBC at this press conference with Theresa May. That's coming up, as well as what he said about the trade deals. Here's Fox. We know you're thinking everything he's saying. Well, except for the crazy stuff that's flying out of his mouth. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, yeah. Thanks. 842, three things I think you need to know. How about this one? Uh, The Trumpster had a press conference this morning with Theresa May to play highlights. Now he's uh, about to go to Windsor Castle. They're all lined up, ready to go for him. He talked. He's very critical of trade, not nasty. But he's America first. We'll get to that in a second. Media thinks he's just being uh, nasty. Not not the case. Second thing I think you need to know. Um, three Democratic members of Congress have uh, produced a bill to abolish ICE. And when uh, the Republicans that run Congress, uh, they're in charge of Congress right now, they said, okay, we'll bring that up for a vote. These Democrats went, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not going to support. We're not going to vote for that. You created the bill, genius. You created You created the bill. Congressman Mark Pokin, Pramila Jayapal, whatever, and our Adriano Espilat, what I don't know, the Establishing a Humane Immigration Enforcement System Act. So we're, House leadership Republicans, they said, we'll vote on this. And they're like, we're, we're, we're not, we're not going to vote on that. No, 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 no. They called Paul Ryan a joke. They said he's not serious about their bill. He's a political stunt. Vote for it. This is perfect. Third thing, I think you need to know, these stories coming out, about how Border Patrol says there's a, an alarming uh, increase of people coming over with kids, and it's not their kids. And then the government put out the stats yesterday. F- under five, almost half of the alleged parents aren't actually... Well, almost half the kids can't go back with the people that claim to be their parents because they're child abusers, kidnappers, murderers, and not actually their parents. It's a big deal. Three things I think you need to know. So it's a huge deal. Uh, let's have some fun before we get serious. I have these two videos on my page at KNST.com. I'll stick them on my Facebook as well. Uh, throw them up over there if you don't mind. So the Trumpster uh, is uh, at this press conference a couple hours ago with Theresa May, and the media is shouting out to him, and he's trying to call uh, on the media, and CNN tries to get involved. Listen to this. John Roberts, go ahead, John. No, no. John Roberts, go ahead. CNN's fake news. I don't well, take sir, questions. I don't take questions from CNN. CNN is fake news. I don't take questions from CNN. John Roberts of Fox. Let's go to a real. Let's go to a real network. John, let's go. Well, we're a real network too, sir. Thank you, Mr. President. <laughs> yes, I find that funny, and I don't care. Uh, now let's go because uh, NBC News 
Uh, this is Kristen Welker with a stupid question. And listen to what happens. Here we go. Thank you very much. Spent the week taking on NATO allies, criticizing Prime Minister May on her own soil. And I, I wonder if, are you giving Russian President Vladimir Putin the upper hand heading into your talks, given that you are challenging these alliances that he seeks to break up and destroy? See, that's such dishonest reporting because, of course, it happens to be NBC, which is possibly worse than CNN. Possibly. <laughs> possibly. Let me explain something. Uh, we have left NATO with more money with more unity, with more spirit than NATO probably has ever had. Uh, we have a strong and powerful NATO. What a question. You spent the week criticizing. Theresa May. Crit- okay, let's, let's hear it since you brought that up. Uh, he did an interview with The Sun. Can you play 46 if you don't mind? Talking about Brexit. Um, Theresa May came out with the Brexit deal, what she wants to do two years after they vote to get out of the European Union. They want so- the people want sovereignty, and they have globalists uh, in the in, in the British government that want to ignore the people's will. Right. Um, so the Trumpster talked with this on forty six about how if this Brexit deal could mean that uh, it would kill trade deals between America and, and Britain. Here we go. Well, if they do a deal like that, it will most likely because we'll be dealing with the uh, European Union instead of dealing with the UK. So it will probably kill the deal with. If they do that, their trade deal with the U.S. is will probably not be made. Mm. What did you mean? Because we have enough difficulty with uh, with the European Union. You know, we are um, we're cracking down right now on the European Union because Mm -hmm. uh, uh, they have not treated the United States fairly on trade. Mm. No, if they do that, uh, I would say that that would probably end a major trade relationship with the United States. There you go. And then, this is not being nasty. He's sticking up for America. Listen, we want to trade with them. The EU as a whole, I mean, they they gouge the hell out of us with tariffs. It's not fair. Let's play the next one. He continued. This is not nasty. This is not, you know, criticizing. It just is what it is. Here we go. I would have done it much differently. Uh, I actually told Theresa May how to do it, but Mm. she didn't agree with, she didn't listen to me. What did she say? She didn't listen. I told her how to do it. I, uh, that will be up to her to say. But I told her how to do it. She just, she wanted to go a different route. Mm-hmm. So you would be prepared to walk away if they didn't give you the right terms? Oh, I, absolutely. I think what's going on is very unfortunate. Yeah. Too long. You know, deals that take too long are never good ones. Mm. What did you mean by the UK when being a deal takes long? so long, mm-hmm. it's uh, somehow, they never work out very well. I did give uh, Teresa, who I like, mm. uh, I did give her my views on what she should do and how she should negotiate. Mm-hmm. Um, and she didn't follow those views. I would, I would actually say she probably went the opposite way. Mm. If you really look, she probably went the opposite way. And that's fine. You know, she should negotiate the best way she knows how. But it's, uh, it's too bad. And then Trump went on about these comments. The, uh, put me up over there if you don't mind. Uh, today, just a couple hours ago, and uh, and he said this about the comments. Here we go. So I would say I give our relationship, in terms of grade, the highest level of special. So we start off with special. I would give our relationship with the UK, and now, especially after this two days, uh, with uh, your prime minister, I would say the highest level of special. 
Am I allowed to go? Am I allowed to go higher than that? I'm not sure. But it's the highest level of special. They're very special people. It's a very special country. And as I said, you know, I have a relationship because my mother was born in Scotland. So very important. Uh, as far as the advice, I did give her a suggestion. I wouldn't say advice. And I think she found it maybe too brutal. And that's so because I could see that. But I, I don't know if you remember what I said. But I, I did give her a certain amount of uh, I, I gave her a suggestion, not advice. I wouldn't want to give her advice. I'd give her a suggestion. Uh, I could fully understand why she thought it was a little bit tough. And maybe at some day she'll do that. If they don't make the right deal, she might very well do what I suggested that she might want to do. But it is not an easy thing. Look, look at the United States, how the European Union has taken advantage systematically of the United States on trade. It's a disgrace. So it's not an easy negotiation. Sounds like you spent the week criticizing her. Okay. Dishonest. She could do what she wants, her country, but if it affects us, it affects us. And we'll just have to see what happens. He's looking out for America. What a deal, huh? I mean, that's just how it should be. 850. Uh, We have more sound bites to play because when he talks about culture and immigration and they go back and forth on that, it's pretty good stuff. We'll continue on KNST AM 790. What is going on? It's Friday the 13th. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis. On KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, One, Trump is uh, now meeting the Queen out in England. He had a press conference with Theresa May uh, earlier this morning where uh, the media characterized what he said about her plan for Brexit and criticizing and it's going to kill trade and everything else. Uh, He clarified all of that. It was being taken out of context. He called it fake news. And that seems to be that way. Uh, Second thing I think you need to know is, man, oh, man, oh, man, uh, some Democrats are being called to the carpet on this one. This is absolutely fantastic. Some Democrats are, they thought they'd one up the Republicans. And, you know, usually they do. Let's just face it. Usually they do. Three Democrats came up with a uh, bill to abolish ICE, to abolish ICE. So Republicans said, okay, cool, we'll vote on it. And all of a sudden those three Democrats said, we're not going to support our own bill. We don't. No, no. You Republicans, you're you're doing a stunt right here. Excuse me? Really? Really? So they won't support their own bill. Mm-hmm. They're afraid because nobody, people don't want ICE to go away. Not normal people. And there's mostly normal people. Third thing I think you need to know. Government putting out some stats. Uh, these illegal alien children under the age of five, almost half of them that remain in government shelters can't go back to their parents. Why? Because almost half of them, these alleged parents, they can't go back because they're child abusers, kidnappers, murderers, and not actually their parents. You're not hearing that now, though, are you? Uh, What would Magnus say about that, Chief Magnus? Three things I think you need to know. Now, really quick, 
So I've been critical of Magnus this morning, and and I'm okay with that. Uh, Magnus, Chief Magnus here, decided to uh, write a um, a tweet this morning, and it was about a CNN story, right? A CNN story, yes, yes, yes. And um, he said, moms still separated from their children. Police leaders should be calling this out as wrong. Not a matter of politics or party. This is basic right or wrong stuff. The role and voice of police will be remembered as a source of pride or failure in the future. That's what Magnus says. And again, people said, uh, well, one, will TPD stop separating kids from their their parents? I mean, TPD arrests people. They arrest parents every day. What happens to their kids? Will Magnus say, no, don't arrest them. Let them stay. Uh, It is illegal immigration, what's going on. They're breaking laws by coming over here illegally without our permission. Right, Chris? Isn't that a matter of right or wrong, you know, basic matter of right or wrong? So anyway, and the fact that, again, I keep pointing out throughout the day that uh, these aren't even parents. Some of the, these kids that are brought over, that it's not their parents or their murderers or child abusers or all of them. Who knows? And Magnus is like, just let them go. Like, do you not want to find out who is actually uh, in charge of those children before you just let them go to people that could be literally a, a sex predator for kids? What a police chief. So. One of my listeners responded to me and Chief Magnus. He's a veteran. He writes, he's senior chief. Um, Senior chief. I spent 20 years in the Navy and missed countless birthdays. This guy wrote on Twitter. Countless birthdays, holidays, and anniversaries. Yet you are bent because of illegals crossing the border. Did you criticize Obama administration for separating minors from adults? Bet you didn't. So Magnus responded. So obviously, again, it's, you know, he's seeing these things. Of course he is. He just doesn't want to ever defend himself. Again, if I'm wrong, Chief, you know where the station is. Uh, Your vehicle's here quite often because it's kind of a bad area. Uh, So the Chief writes, thank you for your service. I respectfully disagree with you, but appreciate your service to our nation. And what, what do you disagree with? He said he spent 20 years in the Navy, missed a whole bunch of birthdays, anniversaries. He says, you're bent because of illegals crossing the border. Are you? I guess, do you disagree? Are you not upset about that? You're, did you criticize Obama? Did you not? What do you, what do you disagree with in this? That you did criticize Obama? I'm just trying to figure this out. So that's the phenomenal reply from Chief Magnus. Working out well. Working out very well. Um, you should uh, go on Twitter and uh, tweet him or just call his office. Shouldn't the guy, I mean, he's, uh, he's a public figure. Shouldn't he answer? Shouldn't he answer? He thinks police should call out the government for uh, looking out for kids. We don't know who they are. And they're coming here illegally. Ugh, what, it, that's why, you know why Tucson's in the dumper? Because the, the stupid council and the dumb mayor picked this guy to run the police force. And you want to know why it's uh, the police force, uh, their morale is in the gutter? And people are leaving left and right. They're at a level that is so low. It's the same number of cops that are on the streets that there were in the, I mean, I'm not kidding here, in the 1980s. 1980s. I get emails. I, you know, I should probably share some of these, right? I get emails uh, from all kinds of people in the police force, retired from the police force, you name it, Right. And some of these are just, you sit back and say, what is going on? I got an email 
let's just say one night, a weeknight. Guy sends me an email. Email from on-duty cop in Eastside Division, 125 square miles. That's what he has to patrol. He's the only car in service for 80 minutes. Family fights holding. Can't go. No backup. He's the only one. The only one. That's it. That's it. And what is our chief worried about? Oh, illegal aliens crossing the border with children that may be theirs or not theirs. And we don't even know. That's what that's what the police chief is worried about. Uh-huh. Listen, you know, go to the council meeting. This is what uh, Mayor Rothschild thinks is a legitimate and, uh, I, I guess, capable police chief. And obviously, it's not. He's not. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Speaks for itself. All right, so uh, the Trumpster. And we'll get your comments on this. Uh, was asked a question today. Uh, Francis Elliott of the Times asked, Prime Minister, I wonder whether you agree with the President of the United States that immigration has damaged the cultural fabric of Europe. And President, perhaps you can elaborate on that remark. What do you mean by that? Throw him up over there real quick. Uh, this, uh, the Trumpster answered first. Here we go. Listen to this. Um, I think it's been very bad for Europe. I think uh, Europe is a place I know very well, and I think that uh, what has happened is very tough. It's a very tough situation. I mean, you see the same terror attacks that I do. We see them a lot. Uh, We just left some incredible young men, men and women at Sandhurst, and they were showing us cells, and they were showing us things that, frankly, 20 years ago nobody even thought about, probably a lot more recently than that nobody even thought about. I I just think it's... uh, changing the culture i think it's a very negative thing for uh, europe i think it's very negative i think having uh in germany and i have a great relationship with angela merkel great relationship of germany but i think that's uh very much hurt germany i think it's very much hurt other parts of europe and i know it's politically not necessarily correct to say that but i'll say it and i'll say it loud And I think they better watch themselves because you are changing culture. You are changing Mm -hmm. a lot of things. You're changing security. And by the way, changing culture doesn't mean you're racist and you only want white people or blah, blah, blah. It's assimilation into what makes makes Britain great, just like here. Uh, We want people to be Americans. I I said it a couple hours ago, right? This is the problem. We had, uh, and I'll get back to Trump in a second. If you missed it, there there were campers, 10, 11, 12, 13-year-old kids, took a tour of the radio station a couple days ago. And uh, they they brought they brought into this studio right after the show ended. And Melissa, who uh, works here as an on air person, uh, said, "This is Garrett Lewis. He talks about news and politics, other things." I told the kids, "I make fun of stupid people for four hours. Any questions?" And some looked like probably eleven year old kids said, "What do you, do you like Trump?" And I said, "I love Trump." You like Trump? And he said, "No." And I said, "Why don't you you like Trump?" He said, "He hates my country." And I said, "What's your country?" And he said, "Mexico." I said, "Where were you born?" America, and all the kids said, said, America's your country. America's your country. This is the culture that we're talking about, right? This this is it. it. It's a problem over there in Europe, and it's a problem here. Some kids born and raised in America thinks Mexico is his country. Thanks to his parents. Thanks to people in his community, maybe even his school. It's a big problem. Big problem.
I'm going to continue. Yeah, look what's happening. I mean, you take a look. I mean, look at what's happening to different countries that never had difficulty, never had problems. It's a very sad situation. It's very unfortunate. But I do not think it's good for Europe, and I don't think it's good for our country. We're, as you know, far superior to anything that's happened before. But we have very bad immigration laws, and we're... I mean, we're doing incredibly well, considering the fact that we virtually don't have immigration laws. We have, we have laws that are so bad, I don't even call them laws. I call them, it's just like you just walk across the border. You walk across the border, you would put one foot on the land, and now you're tied up in a lawsuit for five years. It's the craziest thing anyone's ever seen. So uh, I would just make that recommendation to Europe. I've made it very loud and clear. I made it yesterday, 29 countries total. And uh, that's the way I feel. All right. So uh, now, now, to, uh, now to Theresa May. The UK has a proud history of welcoming people who are fleeing persecution to our country. We have a proud history of welcoming people who want to come to our country to contribute to our economy and contribute to our society. How's that working out? And over the years, overall immigration has been good for the UK. Mm. It's brought people with different backgrounds, different outlooks mm. here to the UK, and has uh, and we've seen them contributing to our society and to our economy. Of course, what is important is that we. Have have control of our borders. What is important is that we have a set of rules that enables us to determine who comes into our country. Mm. And of course, that is what, uh, as a government, we have been doing for a number of years and will be able to continue to do in the future. What the hell does that even mean? What does that even mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. We have a set of rules that enables us to determine who comes into our country. And of course, yeah, okay. Uh huh. Working out well over there in Europe. Terror attack after terror attack after terror attack after terror attack. People not assimilating. That's what it is. You know it and I know it. Uh, we have more. More sound bites. More stuff. Your reaction. All this stuff. Magnus. Tucson Police. It's coming up. KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. All right, 925. Gary Lewis with you here on KNST AM 790. Now it's going to be uh, 90, what is it, 98 degrees. Scattered thunderstorms. More thunderstorms Saturday and Sunday. Low 90s tomorrow. Or high 90s tomorrow, low 90s Sunday. Either way, it's going to be hot and muggy. Uh, some breaking news going on right now. Uh, tomorrow is the day, apparently, that the Trumpster is going to meet with Vladimir Putin, the Russian president. And magically enough, deep state swamp monster deputy De- attorney general Rod Rosenstein has come out and said... Um, we are indicting. Robert Mueller has investigated and is indicting 12 Russian military officers for conspiring to interfere with American elections. All right. Uh, all of it. The, the timing is incredible, isn't it? Mueller and Rosenstein working together, right? Russian military is charged with hacking the DNC, the Hillary campaign and state elections. 12 Russian military officers. I want you to hear, throw them up over there if you don't mind. I want you to hear what uh, Rosenstein said, though. This is very key right here. The media will ignore this. Just listen to this. Ready? Here we go. Count 11 charges two defendants for a separate conspiracy to access computers without authorization and to damage those computers in connection with efforts to infiltrate computers used to administer elections. Finally, the indictment seeks the forfeiture of property involved in the criminal activity. There is no allegation in this indictment that any American citizen 
committed a crime. Oh. There's no allegation that the conspiracy changed the vote count oh. or affected any election result. Well, how about that one, huh? How about that? Did not change the vote count. Well, what's the point thing? Because all you hear is Russia helped Trump, right? All you hear, Russia helped Trump. Hmm. Uh, how about that, by the way, though? They're, uh, they're charging them um, with, uh, they wanted to access computers without authority and damage them. Well, will they charge Hillary and her peeps with smashing the Blackberries and the computers that they did, too? The timing of this is extremely suspect. I mean, you know why they did it. They, yeah. On a Friday, Friday the 13th, no American was involved. Obviously, nothing mentioned about Trump. Didn't affect the outcome of the election. Didn't change any votes. Nothing like that ever happened. But we're just doing this because we just, we want to be in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Really quick, let's play 48. What a sham this is, too, by the way. 48, Trump talking to the uh, son. They want to get a phone call that's related to this. Um, about immigration in Europe and the culture. Here we go. Listen to this. I think the immigration, uh, allowing the immigration to take place in Europe is a shame. I think mm. it changed the fabric of Europe. Mm. And unless you act very quickly, it's never going to be what it was. And I don't mean that in a positive way. So I think uh, allowing millions and millions of people to come in to Europe uh, is very, very sad. I think you're losing your culture. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Thor. Thor, welcome to KNST. Hi, Thor. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, right. you know, let me tell you, I was very fortunate several years ago. I was able to travel in Europe 14 countries in a month. I wow. did about 6,000 miles. And I had been to Germany uh, about 25 years ago. I was in Munich and uh, the southern part of Germany. And let me tell you, three years ago when I was there, what a difference. And this is, you know, not many people are privileged. Not to say that I'm a, a, a guy with deep pockets, but I was very fortunate I was able to go. And the Eastern European countries, Poland, Lithuania, Latvia, Estonia, their culture, it's, it's, it's amazing. They're so culturally uh, 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 sound with regard to the way they've been for many, many decades, many, many years, and, it's, and you can feel it. But when you go to Sweden, you go to Finland, you go to Denmark, you go to Germany, you go to France, it's like literally like being in Pennsylvania. Weak borders. It's ridiculous. And, and let me tell you, Munich, yeah. the level of immigration, and again, I mean, I understand that people want a better life. I get it. But they're not being assimilated, like you indicated earlier with regard to the United States. Same thing in Europe. They're not being assimilated. And as European Union, the way in which they they dictate policy, it's not sovereign. Their sovereignty is gone. Mm-hmm. No wonder that the Eastern European countries don't want it. They want to maintain their sovereignty. They want to have. They want to be able to speak for themselves. They want representation. They want governments that represent their doing. I mean, this is what what is so unreasonable about this? It's not. You know? it's, it's just it's the globalists work with the media to try to just tell you how to think. That's all it is. Exactly. That's exactly. all it is. I mean, that's the other thing. Yeah. That's the other thing I wanted to mention. Okay. And I don't mean to interject, but no. earlier when I called Monday, I had mentioned about Deutsche Welle. Deutsche Welle is a German television station that comes here on the United States. It's on Link. It's like a half an hour. Anyhow, after I spoke to you Monday, I recorded it, and they had a little excerpt about the uh, comment that Trump had made with regard to NATO, and the the way in which they presented it, it was like, "How dare he? How dare he? How dare he?" But yet they didn't give the full story. Obviously, as we know, because you're 
listeners are informed. But NATO was created after World War II to prevent any strategic uh, uh, military by the Soviet Union. Yes. So all the countries involved you know, kicked up their GDPs, which incidentally are lower than the United States, as we know. But the pipeline deal, which gives an incredible amount of, of, of financial resources to Russia, does not help in a strategic way, Germany, that's not even giving any money towards their own NATO, uh, 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 you know, contribution. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but the level of, of, of lies that are in the media in Europe, it's just, it's mind-boggling. They, and these people, I mean, you know, they're riling up their people to continue to go down this rabbit hole of losing their culture. It's just, it's, it's scary. It's, it's sad. It's very, and listen, again, um, you, you have, you, you have these, these countries, right? And, if you want to go from some Middle Eastern country to Germany, fine. But you can't do it just for a buck. You can't do it uh, and want to change Germany. If you go to a country, you go to that country and you respect what they have there. Just like if, if you and me, if we go to Saudi Arabia, they're not going to all of a sudden, if we start a, a stink and say, you know what, my wife's there, she wants to wear a skirt, and she wants to right. drive. No. And you know what? That's the way. we. That's what they want. We disagree with it, so we live in America. If you don't like what we have... Go back to where you came from. It's as simple as that. But if you want to really, if 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 you want to come, you want to come to this country, get a better life. You got to assimilate. You got to assimilate, and and it's nothing racist about it or anything like. It's just the way it is. You come to America for America. It's like again when that kid came in here and said Mexico is my country. I'm. I'm it's it's freaking sad. It's Why'd sad. you leave? <laughs> well, but he was born here. But he's told by his right. parents and everybody okay. else. Mexico, that camper. Mexico's, I don't like Trump because he hates my country. What's your country? Mexico. 12-year-old kid. Right. Ugh. Ridiculous. Hey, uh, Thor, thank you for uh, the great detail, man. I appreciate it, the insight. You got it. Be You're well, doing man. a great job. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have a good weekend. Uh, speaking of the media, 932. Wait until you hear. Now, Trump called out NBC News for being fake news. I have the videos on my page at knst.com because it was just a dumb question by the reporter, Kristen Welker. Well, NBC got mad about that, and you have to hear what they said on the air about Trump and everything else. Uh, it's coming up. You'll hear it in about six. Right now, here's Fox. They didn't talk. That's why I wrote that. Anyway, hi, 941, what's going on? Three things I think you need to know, right? Number one, the Trumpster meeting in the U.K., there's so many things going on now. Meeting in the UK had a great uh, press conference with Theresa May where the media tried to paint him into being a guy that's causing problems with the enemies just because he's honest and gives his opinion. You criticized her. You criticized this. You criticized that and criticized, criticized, criticized. Wait, wait, wait. Excuse me? Criticized what? He's honest. We finally got a politician that's honest. We're honest. All right? That's it. Honest. So, uh, because he's... Gave her advice on trade. Said, do it this way, not that way. Anyway, media takes it all up, out of proportion. He's uh, They differ on uh, illegal immigration and legal immigration and everything else. Anyway, it was good. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, uh, Lisa Page is not testifying behind closed doors. A day after her lover, Peter Stroke, we'll play sound bites in a minute about that, uh, testified. And that was just a circus, just an absolute circus. One Republican went off the rails, too. It wasn't good that he said what he said, but... The freaking out had me laugh, and I'll explain why. Third thing, I think you need to know. I do like this, though, also. Uh, again, the story that should be out there, and it's not getting covered, not like it should. Uh, government says parents of nearly half of kids, younger than five, taken at the border, you know, separated, can't have them back. 
Nearly half the parents can't have him back because the parents are child abusers, kidnappers, murderers, and aren't actually the parents. That's what's happening. And Chief Mag, just give him back. This is terrible. Oh, smooth, real smooth. Three things I think you need to know about. Let's start with the uh, the media real quick. So, you know what? I just I just think it's funny. Uh, the Trumpster calls Jim Acosta fake news, right? Jim Acosta fake news. See, I'm not taking questions from CNN. Fake news. Fake news. Uh, NBC, the uh, Kristen Welker from NBC uh, asks a question, and Trump's like, "Really? You're basic. You're almost as bad as uh, as CNN." As a matter of fact, I'll play that right. In, throw me up over there real quick, if you don't mind. Thank you very much. Spent the week taking on NATO allies, criticizing Prime Minister May on her own soil. And I, I wonder if, are you giving Russian President Vladimir Putin the upper hand heading into your talks, given that you are challenging these alliances that he seeks to break up and destroy? See, that's such dishonest reporting because, of course, it happens to be NBC, which is possibly worse than CNN. Hey, I mean, we don't even need any more after that. Yeah, because Putin's going to get in there and go, oh, I see you criticizing. Theresa May, now join my side. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. As Trump again demanded that the NATO countries spend more on their military so Putin doesn't do anything. That's giving Putin the upper hand. Oh, Guys, spend more. Spend like us. Spend more. That totally gives Putin the upper hand. Uh, criticizing Germany for paying Russia for energy. Yeah, that, that gives Putin the upper hand. Oh, yeah. I mean, morons, right? So anyway... Uh, I want you to hear this. This report from NBC News. It goes from, uh, we'll let you hear, you hear Lester Holt. Um, you're going to hear, I, I forget the girl's name, doesn't matter. But just just listen, here we go. And Lester, again on the world stage, the president went after members of the free press. It's worth noting as oh, he has done this before. Members of the free press. All right, Holly Jackson, thank you very much. Meantime, here in central London. Pro- hang on, hang on, hang on a second, though. Remember when NBC was like, and Obama went after private citizens just because they're conservative and used the IRS to do... Oh, he nev- they never... Oh, yeah, they never did that. All right, Hallie Jackson, Hallie thank Jackson. you very much. Meantime, here in central London, protesters are heading to our location here, Trafalgar Square. Our chief foreign correspondent, they're, Richard Angle, listen, is so out in the crowd. Big Richard, pictures. what are we looking at here? So, while you just heard President Trump dismiss any criticism on him as, uh, as fake news, uh, he can't dismiss this as fake news. These are real protests. There are tens of thousands of people in the streets. These are the biggest demonstrations London has seen in years. And they're from many different communities. People here, young, old, ethnically diverse, LGBTQ. Oh. Uh, and they are all here to say that President Trump is not welcome in this country. They are now just starting to march. The delay is the, 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 uh, the, the protest and this march is somewhat delayed because the crowds have been so big. Oh. Uh, there's also a lot of anger here that they say President Trump is trying to interfere in British politics, embarrassing the British government, bullying the British government. So uh, while he says there is no problem in the most special relationship between the United States and the UK, uh, it is a very different feeling here on the streets of London where we're seeing the biggest protests against the U.S. president, biggest protests in this city in years. There you go. So excited. So wait a second. The president actually said, we have no problem with the relationship. If she wants to do whatever she wants to do with Brexit, I just want to make sure we get trade and this might affect our trade. But we have the most special relationship. And then the NBC reporter, Richard Engel, 
said, doesn't matter what the president said. These people feel differently. Now, why do they feel differently? Maybe because they also receive fake news? Just saying. Are they being told fake things? Fake news? They're not really told what Trump says? Not exactly? Hmm. So they're so excited that these are the, the biggest crowds. They're just great, and they're diverse, and they're LGBTQ, and there's young, and there's old, and there's diverse, and there's black, and there's white, and there's... Mm-hmm. Crowd size there is great. How often is NBC reporting on the crowd size of a Trump rally? Oh, you just hear it. He went after the free press. He's done this before. He went after us. He went after? What do you mean he went after you? He said he's not going to take any questions from Jim Acosta because he's fake news. You're fake news. And uh, they kind of are fake news. Again, if you missed, I have those two uh, videos. Uh, here is him going after Jim Acosta. Listen to this. Since you, since you attack CNN, can I ask you a question? Uh, John Roberts, go ahead, John. No, no. John Roberts, go ahead. <laughs> CNN's fake news. I don't take I don't take questions. Sir, from I don't take questions from CNN. No. CNN is fake news. I don't take fake questions news. from CNN. John Roberts of Fox. Let's go All to right. a real. Let's go to a real network. John, uh, let's go. Well, we're oh, so real too, Thank you, Mr. President. <laughs> we're real too. Please, no, we're real. We're real. Oh no. Oh yeah, that's uh, isn't that great? Isn't that awesome? There you go. Uh, this one. Uh, speaking of uh, fake news. Uh, the New York Times even admits, you know, the whole plastic straw ban thing. You know where that came from? Again, we've talked about it on the show. Uh, seven years ago, an 11-year-old, or he is either nine, he's either nine or 11, called up straw companies to ask how many straws they make every year. And from him calling the straw manufacturers, he said there are 500 million straws in the ocean. That's it. There's no actual science behind it. And then some random eco-environmental nutjob websites took that as fact. And then they banned straws in Seattle, and now Starbucks is banning plastic straws. Right? They are banning plastic straws. And, of course, there's actual science. You know, science, they, there was some science to actually find out how many, the percentage of trash in the ocean, how much of it is plastic straws. 0.3%. Right? 0.3%. So Starbucks bans plastic straws. Instead, they're going to use, to, and they can do whatever they want, but they did it based on this. We're going to do our part for the environment. There's, they're, and they're basing it on, you know, not even science, a kid calling up straw manufacturers, right? So you have that. Um, well, there's a, store, a story on Reason. Starbucks bans, plast- Starbucks bans plastic straws, winds up using more plastic. Oh. Oh. Wait a second. Well, as long as... The trash isn't straws. I mean, if it's plastic lids, nobody cares about plastic lids. But damn it, they're upset about plastic straws being tossed in the ocean or something like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, Starbucks, by 2020, wants to eliminate all single-use plastic straws. And they're going to use, like, a, a, get this, a sippy cup. You know, you just you, you, instead of a straw, you pick it up and you put it to your lips like a regular cup, right? So... Right now, Reason writes, Starbucks patrons are topping most of their cold drinks with either 3.23 grams or 3.55 grams of plastic product, depending on whether they pair their lid with a small or large straw. 
The new nitro lids, that's what they'll, you're, they're going to use, weigh either 3.55 or 4.11 grams, depending again on lid size. Right? So this means customers are at best breaking even under Starbucks' strawless scheme, or they're adding 0.32 and 0.88 grams to their plastic consumption per drink. So Starbucks is saying we're going to cut down on waste by using more plastic. Awesome. Awesome. So good. Uh, so you missed the part yesterday. We'll play this when we get back. Um, uh, a Republican congressman, he shouldn't have gone there, but he went there, uh, brought up uh, to Peter Stroke about his affair. He's so such a good guy, so honorable. The affair he had. Uh, you got to hear it in the freaking out by members of Congress on that as well. That's coming up. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. 